The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. And they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? And he answered, See that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not Follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against the kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place. And awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to the prisons. And they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand. For I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist and refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. In Charles Dickens' great novel, A Tale of Two Cities, It was a very painful and poignant scene in which a young peasant who was trying to safeguard the honor of his sister 
is mortally wounded by an aristocrat and his brother. And as he is dying, he takes his forefinger, dips it in the blood of his wound, makes the sign of the cross twice in the air, and then points to the one and says, Marquis, in the days when all these things are to be answered for, I summon you to answer for them. We must all answer, in the end, for what we are. As St. Paul says, we must answer for what we have done in the flesh, whether good or evil. St. John Neumann, at one time, thought the Holy Father was displeased with him. He wrote, saying, If the Holy Father is displeased with me, I am willing to resign. In order to prepare for death, and for the strict account that must be made to divine justice. He too knew that he would have to render an account. Our Lord speaks of that in today's Gospel, the end of of things, the end of it all. Sometimes it's just the destruction of Jerusalem, but sometimes it's the end of the world. He tells us that by perseverance you will secure your lives. So by perseverance we will secure our lives. We can persevere. He was always the mercy and the grace of God. He was always God's forgiveness while we are in this life. He comes to us in that mercy all the time. But we must persevere because there will be a judgment. We can't pretend that there won't be. Then he tells us also that we are going to suffer. He speaks of things that are going on all the time. He said, wars, insurrections, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, earthquakes, famines, plagues, they will come. And what does he say? Do not worry. Don't worry. Imagine. Do not worry. All these things must happen, but have faith in me. And then warns us about persecutions. You know, there's a great painting that I have encountered recently um, by a rather unknown painter. But I would like to see someday in St. Joseph's. uh, Entitled, The Martyrs in the Catacombs. And it's a painting of the funeral of martyrs, and there's a bishop presiding at the funeral. And there are other Christians standing around in the catacombs. How many of those early Christians died not just for being Christians, but because they insisted upon attending the Eucharist? In obscure places in the catacombs, but the empire would seek them out and kill them if they could, simply because they wanted to attend the Eucharist. Today, they the people who wouldn't walk across the parking lot to do it. They were willing to die for it. In fact, the early Christians often celebrated Mass on the tombs of the martyrs. That became such an important element in the West 
that up until 50 years ago, every altar had to have an, if most of us remember this, an altar stone in it. And in that altar stone were the relics of a martyr, usually bones, part of the bones of a martyr. As a reminder of those days when the church had to celebrate on the tombs of the martyrs just for safety. Pope Callistus and his, several of his deacons were found celebrating Mass in a grove in Rome. They were executed at once, beheaded. Our altar is a temporary altar, but it's old enough to still have one of those stones in it. I don't know who the martyrs are because the papers from the Vatican are in some file that I, I don't know where they are, but we have those bones of the martyrs in our altar. It's a reminder that it hasn't cost us very much to be here, but it cost them a great deal. And so our Lord speaks of these things and how they will happen. Remember, not too long ago, when Cardinal George or Archbishop Chaput, I'm not sure which, and each one said the other one said it, uh, said that I will die in bed. My successor will die in prison, and his successor a martyr. That's what they saw coming in our world. In any event, we are warned that we are supposed to be prepared for this, and that we have to be willing to endure all things for it. He then goes on to speak about what will happen as far as people to whom we are closest. Remember in Hitler's Germany and in the Soviet Union, it was not uncommon at all for children to turn in their parents or relatives to turn in relatives or even friends to turn in friends to the state. And our Lord says that will happen before the end. All these things. And you must be prepared for it. You must be ready. You must accept it. So, we then realize the end in our own lives. We are not going to live forever. We are going to have to face that sooner or later. You know, um, if the early Christians were willing to risk death and accept it just to celebrate what we are doing here, we have to realize in ourselves how much God, in fact, must love us to draw us into that kind of love. It's not an easy love, is it? It's easy for us, but not for them. I remember when Someone once, when I was at Lourdes, came who had just escaped from what was still the the Iron Curtain. And he came with his family. I forget exactly how he'd gotten out. And we were making the sign of the cross, grace or something. And that still frightened him, that we should do such a thing publicly. It just wasn't done where he came from. So we then have to do that. We have to be ready and strong for what is coming. The Lord said he will give us what needs to be said. We shouldn't worry about that. Again, tells us not to worry. Not to worry. Uh, Early Christians evidently didn't. At least most of them didn't, or many of them didn't. I remember a, a poem by John Donne. And in it, he's 
he was dying at the time, and he speaks of the two Adams in his own preparation for death. The first Adam and Eve, the sinful Adam, and the new Adam, our Lord. And he speaks about that in his own life, in his own journey. And he also speaks of a tradition you may have heard, that the tree of life in the Garden of Eden was in the same place as the cross of Christ on Calvary. And he said, we think that paradise and Calvary, Christ's cross and Adam's tree, stood in the same place. Look, Lord, and find both Adams met in me. As the first Adam's sweat surrounds my face, let the last Adam's blood my soul embrace. And so we, as we travel through this life, with whatever might be thrown at us, come here because there is no other place to go, we ask God for that embrace too. Now, and at the end, let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you as the people redeemed by the blood of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy. For the church throughout the world, her members will be strong in faith. For the church persecuted, the church in our own country, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, for President-elect Trump and for all those newly elected officials, that they will be people of virtue and wisdom, that they will respect reason and the natural law and the rights of faith, we pray to the Lord. Lord for all those who are sick and suffering, for those who are dying, for those who bear the cross of Christ in any way, they will know that they are united to him in their suffering and to the martyrs who have gone before them. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost faith, we pray to the Lord. Lord for greater respect for human life, especially innocent life, we pray to the Lord. Lord for an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, for those young men and women who will endure all things for the sake of the kingdom of God, for greater respect for the heroism of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For our bishop as he prepares to leave us, his successor and whoever the administrator may be, for our priests, deacons, seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, that they too will be willing to endure all things for the sake of the kingdom of God and may first of all be saints and martyrs, we pray to the Lord. Lord For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died on the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster. For all those in particular from our own parish who are remembered here, those on the altar, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. 
they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, we will have the spirit of those who have gone before us heroically and the visible signs of the grace that we have received, we pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of Mercy and the Queen of Martyrs as we sing. Mm -hmm. 